Welcome to the good, the bad, and the horrible, a weekly podcast where OG millennials have honest and candid conversations about dating, sex, yes, butt stuff, relationships, entanglements, and everything in between. Featuring your hosts, Scarlett Prynne. Pull those anal beads out slowly. This is not a lawnmower. You don't want to hit a snag. <laughs> and Coco Jazz. I done some really freaky stuff on Sunday. <laughs> Two lovely guests with us today. Lolita, of course, my best friend of seven years. Oh, hey, hey, Lolita. Hey. hey. Always love having you on. <laughs> and then Bo is back. Hi. Welcome back. Ladies. We didn't scare you off. No, I'm still here. I'm Hi, still Bo. Here. Hi. Do you have any PTSD from <laughs> recording with us? No, it was it, it was a lot of fun. I, I, I didn't know what to expect uh, last time, but yeah, we're here. Let's let's get to it. We need to round stop. two. Ding, round ding, ding, ding. two. Oh, you have me looking at Pakistani man differently. In a good really? way or a bad way? Yeah, in a good way. Oh, try. really? Yeah. Is there a negative stereotype on Pakistani men? No, I don't. Or I don't try to, no, no, no. I don't try to give anyone stereotypes. I mean, being a black no, no, no. woman. Have you, you ever know, dated not. a Middle Eastern man? No, I have not. They are sexy. I will. Oh, yeah. Lolita is sexy. into the Middle Eastern men. I love them. <laughs> Middle Eastern or okay, so Jordanian, yeah, Lebanese, yeah, Egyptian. I've done Macedonian. I I just like them. I don't know. I just, but then again, I like my good old white boys too. So I don't know. (laughs) I like the brown skin. I do. I like the that's Middle East. The caramel complexion. Yeah. yeah, and oh, yeah. shout out to Turkey. You guys got some green eyed oh, yeah. men out there. Yeah, <laughs> we see your green eyed men, and we're coming for you. <laughs> Thank you for the love, Turkey. Yeah. Thank you for the love. Well, we were looking at our analytics and found out that we are number twenty six in the Turkey podcast market. So apparently, we are well liked in Turkey. <laughs> road trip. <laughs> yeah. That's not a road trip. <laughs> we fight. <laughs> have you been to Turkey? I have. Why I, do you think I, they like us there? I have been to Istanbul. Um. Turkey is starting to kind of become a little bit like Dubai, where even mm. though it's a Middle Eastern country, yeah. right? But it's starting to get progressively more eclectic and 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 more. Um, but for liberal. the men, right? I understand that it's still the women culture. It's not as. I mean, I feel like the it's, people it's who not are as open. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I think um, the men are progressing and more sure, open. I, I think sure. the women are still put in their place. Am I wrong? I, okay. All right. I don't so, want to stereotype. No, 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 no. I don't no, know. No, no, no. There's no stereotype here. So, well, it, it is a stereotype, but let's let's break that for one second. I think what has happened is when we take a look at most countries in the Middle East or South Asia, right? Pakistan, India, Nepal, Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, whatever. The idea is because it is a predominantly Muslim country mm. that women don't have the rights and they need to be barefoot and pregnant and with this and those stereotypes. So like with South Asian, which is Pakistani, you don't think of Pakistani as women don't have rights, right? Because it is, even though it's a Muslim country, we just don't like, I think it's very traditional. I think it comes down to tradition. The difference is what do you associate Pakistani Indian with arranged marriages, right? Mm -hmm. The parents are going to set you up with somebody. Um, This is who you're going to marry. But on a very minuscule scale, like but what now, I understand now, is it's an option now because I actually know somebody are you telling the Pakistani guy. No, 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 that, this is good. No, 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 this is good. No, what I understand is I know somebody that actually chose to have an arranged sure. marriage. Now, it's like a choice. Would you like to find your own wife yes. or would you like to go with tradition? And the person literally said, I want to honor our tradition and I'd like to do arranged marriage. And that's what she chose. Yeah. Right. I think it's it's still a choice. It's So. Uh, now what it's become, uh, I think back in the day, you're talking even 20 years ago, it's, hey, this is a girl that I would like you to marry. This is a guy that I'd like you to marry. These are his stats. This is, Have you seen that? What, what was that Indian matchmaker on, on Netflix? Watch that. I haven't that. seen that. It is, it is absolutely <laughs> fucking absurd. But, um, but it's the family is, choosing, right? Uh, no, they oh. actually have a matchmaker. Oh, got it, right? got it, got it. But um, traditionally what happens is, this is a girl that I'd like you to marry, or this is a guy. This is what he does for work. This is the, and status is everything as far as family. What do they do? Do they come from a good home? All that. Now what it is, is, Hey, there's this girl that I'd like you to talk to. And now it's up to you guys. 
Yeah, that's what I've you heard. Know what I mean? So yeah. even though it's a... But it's still steering you into that direction. Like We would not, really not, like you to talk to this girl from this family, no, from this status. No, 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 not at all. Because right. here's what happens. The difference is I am not first generation here. My kids are. I was born in Pakistan. I moved here when I was about seven years old. So what happens is little by little, as the generations go on, what would you expect for us to do when we have nothing but Hispanic, right? And African-American and white and, and Korean and all around us. When we go to college, when we go to school, there's not that many Pakistani Indian people. There is in the grand scheme of things, but one out of every 10, 15, right? So now the expectation to marry within your culture, to marry within your religion, to marry within your, your country's limitations. Now that shit goes out the window because the circumstances have changed. I am curious to know with our Turkish audience, is it men or women? I don't know. See, that would be great to know. Could you guys email us and let us know who is listening and making us number 26? I'm just really curious. Is it it the women (laughs) or the men? Info at goodbadhorrible.com. Horrible. W-H-O-R-A-B-L-E. Yes, that's right. (laughs) But I'm I'm just curious because if it'd be men, I'd be shocked. Why would you be shocked? We have a huge male audience. You think so? Yes. Yes, we do. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I'm just a guest, guys. I'm just a guest. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Hey, you're learning. <laughs> I, would think it's I don't women. think it's that shocking, though. Anything on the subject of sex. Correct me if I'm wrong here. No, absolutely. I, I just absolutely. Like maybe I'm wrong, but because it is audio, I feel they'd rather be visual people and mm. just watch it instead well, of you've listening. Listened, you've listened to our but podcast. Because I have. It has an I interest have. because you were hoping she would talk about you. Am I right? Ooh, Scarlett? Yes. I mean, come on. Let's uh, be honest. Do you listen, hoping you, she mentions you? Let's be honest. No, 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 no. Not at all. <laughs> I'm I'm interested in what she has to say. And I think for us to also continuously figure out what we're missing, we, we don't want to end up, or I, I think at some point we kind of go on and say, yeah, we know all. We are the beginning and end of all, right? And until you don't get a woman's perspective, because yeah. again, it goes back to if you're if you're in a, a relationship, didn't we already talk about this in the last podcast where you guys had said that it's not easy to hurt somebody's feelings, that you're not doing this right or you're not doing this or, or you don't know how to do this. But when it comes to sitting here listening to three beautiful women talking about things that are open and genuine that mean things. I, I wouldn't doubt if you had a huge male following because we need to be in tune with what makes you happy on an emotional level, mental level, physical level. So, no, it's not just about her wanting or, or you know, me wanting her to talk about me. But <laughs> it's, were you kind of hoping she would? <laughs> maybe a little bit. Maybe, well, maybe a little bit. Who wouldn't let's, want to hear let's, that? Let's make this entire episode about me now. <laughs> me well, you are but. a guest. You are as well. Yes. But. Well, I feel like we took up quite a bit of the last episode talking about us. Yeah, I agree. So let's, <laughs> so, let's, so what let's deter to from there. You all tell the audience what fizzled or what happened or why it ended so quickly as it started. So, well, part of it I explained in the last right. episode that I, I, from my perspective, it seemed like <laughs> me being married was That's problematic. Problem. But even so, your husband was a problem. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the middleman. But even beyond that, just me in general not being monogamous was an issue. Mm-hmm. So, because you're a monogamous and mm-hmm. you are looking for a long-term committed relationship with one person, a monogamous relationship, right? Sure. You say sure. No, so- no, no, no. You're right. You're right. But, but you, you know <laughs> what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't pinpoint it to just that. Right? Okay. Um, so you're were- open to other situations? Am I open to other yes. situations? Yeah. What I'm do you asking. mean? What do you mean? Just other situations that are not a long-term committed monogamous relationship. I, I think I am now. Okay. I th- so you, I, well, I think I am Okay. Now. So then back then, this and this was almost two years ago now. You say it's two years. I don't, I, I don't I really know why. I really think it was okay. almost two years okay. ago. Okay. You might but, be. But, uh, you know, I'm an accountant. I can pull receipts. No, I'm sure. I can find the date. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. Oh. Somewhere we have a list. Yeah, I think sales we literally sat at BJ's and did no, a list. No, Lolita literally sat there and made a list. She just had me go through my history yes. and, and come up with my body count. Yes, oh. it might have been two years ago. You, you, I, you remember it? 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Actually, I have it saved right here Ooh, in my notes so section. Oh, funny. And my is contacts. Is there a date on it? Um, April 29th, 2021. That is your date. April 2021? That's last year. Okay. So 2021. You're right then. It wasn't. Okay. Yeah. Is that when you, we broke up? I mean, is that when we stopped seeing each so other? Or is that when This we- date is your... Our fuck date? Yes. <laughs> I, I was trying to find a perfect word for it, but it was the night you... Um, fucked. We, we consummated Correct. our relationship. We yeah, used April 29th. We used the F word here. <laughs> my mom. My mom's in my ear. And just so you know, on this list, I have home run and then I have third base. So there's a list of home run and then it's a list of third base people. I'm going to start doing so that. So you're on the home run list. I'm going to start, start doing that myself. And just so you know, at one point. Are there any grand slams on there? No. Oh no, there was no grandson. But at one point, she forgot names, so we have <laughs> quotes: biker man, <laughs> biker hell? man. You forgot the guy's name. Oh, biker. Yes. It says biker with question marks. <laughs> oh wow. my god! Hey, no judgment. Oh, oh, and on her list, I don't want to say, but there's number one and number two. So somebody had the same name, <laughs> and it's oh. number. One month apart. <laughs> hey, gotta keep that information. It's important. I mean, I feel like she is an extremist. And I've always said this. She either does it none at all or does it well. Yeah. So your day is April 29th, 2021. There you okay. go. All right. So you were right. It wasn't okay. quite two years ago. So anyway, what was the point? We got very you, derailed you, we, were, there. we were talking about why we are not together. Um... Okay, so I think that was problematic for you. And then right about that time, another woman comes on the scene. Yes. Mm. Do you want to pick it up from there? No, I mean, that, that's, <laughs> that's kind of uh, what... And you know what? I, we don't give enough preference to distance. Me living in Arlington, you living in the rich area. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, a good, no. a good 50, yeah. 55 minute drive yeah. is no joke, right? Can it's, I be honest? When you really like somebody, you make it happen. Like, sure. I will drive an hour to see you if sure. we're just going to make out because you're that well, good. Oh, yeah. Well, especially when Until, you consider the, the girl that came on the scene after that lived in a completely different state. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, okay. So, I didn't, I didn't know. I met her at a wedding, right? Mm-hmm. And I liked her so much. I asked her out that night and she was like, I don't know when I'm going to have time because I leave tomorrow. And I'm like, Oh, you're going on vacation. And she was like, no, I don't live here. And at that point I pause. I was like, Wait, what pause? You met her that night, but what made you like her so much that night? That the, the, you were the conversation, s- the conversation was amazing. It. So it was my, one of my closest friends getting married and her cousin. Um, so they were marrying each other. And, uh, we actually, I'm not going to say got set up, but somebody said, Hey, I really want to introduce you to this person. She's amazing. We sat there and like Pakistani weddings are three, four days continuous. So oh, wow. talking for three continuous days, it never occurred to me that she didn't live here. Oh. So mm-hmm. on the last day, um, one of my friends got absolutely tanked. So I'm trying to be a good friend and take care of him. We were up in the groomsman suite. Um, We went downstairs, get some fresh air. She was leaving and I didn't get a chance to say bye to her. So I got her phone number from the mutual friend, Mm -hmm. asked her out and she's like, well, I'm leaving tomorrow. And I was like, oh, where are you going? And she's like, well, I don't live here. Took a chance. She took a chance on me and that conversation. We, I think we, we got together. We went to, um, we went to for dinner and uh, I think I dropped her back home at like four o'clock in the morning and she was um, leaving to go back to back home at around nine in the morning. And then I came and I picked her back up and I took her to the airport two hours later. So that's kind of how it started. So and you was, were very honest with Scarlett. I think, I mean, it was what I understand is you told her, I met somebody at a wedding. Yeah, I really no, like I her. her. Like you were like, I, I want to try this out. And that was it. First, no, he didn't I tell knew you. about him meeting her. He told me about her and how he was into her and all of that. So I knew about her, but then you went MIA. But that, could also end up being, and this is just a mindset thing, mm-hmm. right? When somebody already is attracted to somebody else and they're trying to put their eggs in one basket, it's hard for a man to end up now, especially if somebody lives out of state, they never have to end up finding out. It's a matter of how honest you want to be with yourself, right? 
it just takes one fucking Adam's apple of infidelity crossing through your mind where, and again, we're not married. We're not, but if we already have history and if you are as amazing as I say that you are, and if I'm as amazing as you say that I am, all of those preconceived notions are in the back of your mind that, Hey, nobody has to end up finding out. So what I do is I try never have I ever cheated on anybody. Right In 42 years, that's the one thing that I can always say, whether the relationship is good or bad, I will end it before I end up moving well, on to the next one. In our world. case, there was no expectation of monogamy. Sure. So there was no instance where cheating would occur. There is from my side. So now if I'm with somebody and I'm trying to devote my time to them and they don't live here and the one little graze of the, the thigh or we go, <laughs> no, and I'm serious. But that's there, was how no, fast. there was no ending though. You just dropped off. But if I tell you that uh, there's somebody else, right, that I'm interested in, what you did, what would you end up having as far as an ending? I think maybe Scarlett was expecting it to continue, even if you did have somebody, because she has somebody, a husband. Not necessarily. Like, I would have fully been okay with you saying, listen, I only want one woman at a time, and I want to see if this has potential. Okay. And especially given that I'm married, I totally understand that. Okay. So... That conversation never happened. Though. Got it. Got it. There wasn't the closure. Correct. That, okay. That makes sense. Correct. That makes sense. I, so was it just easier to just drop off and not put yourself in a potential conflict situation? Is that what it was? So up until you said that there was no closure, I really didn't think anything about it. Like in my mind, if I say that, hey, I really am wanting to date somebody. It, at least to me, if somebody, if you said that to me, hey, that the, I, there's somebody that that's on the uh, on the agenda here, and I'm I'm wanting to date them. If you never call me again, it, like in my mind, but it's we like, had okay. sex after that conversation. Which conversation? <laughs> the conversation where you <laughs> told me conversation. about her. No, we didn't. Yes. We no, we did, did not. Oh, oh yes, wow! Look, for what it's worth, on the podcast now, I'm apologizing. <laughs> it was never meant to ghost. And that's why I even well, wanted the confirmation. Is, isn't it just easier to, I mean, I feel like, cause she's been ghosted a lot lately, yes. Scarlett, to the point where Scarlett's very Well, honest. and that's what I'm leading up to. This is not like a put you on the spot. No, thing. no, no, no. This absolutely. is more like, I want to gain some perspective sure, sure. from a man. Why guys do this? Okay. Cause I've had this happen recently. Okay. So this is a guy, again, my type, bald guy, Indian, tall, Really liked him. Really liked him. We had great conversations. I was probably well on my way to falling in love with him, actually. Okay. Um, But he was also in a situation. He was married. Um, But in his case, they already had legal paperwork drawn up, separation agreement. It was just basically a verbal agreement between him and his wife that until their daughter was in college, they were going to stay out of any entanglements. Okay. Then I come on the scene. He starts getting more involved with me than what he's comfortable with given the arrangement he had. He with starts having feelings for you. Maybe. Okay. But whether he had feelings or not, he was getting uncomfortable with the fact that he felt like he was breaking his agreement with his wife. Okay. Okay. So we're having conversations about this and he's saying, basically I need to reel this in to where it's strictly platonic. Mm. I'm saying we've already opened Pandora's box I don't think I can do that at this point. Like, how do you reel all of the feelings back in and just pretend like this is just friendship? So I said, I think we just need to completely break off communication. And if and when you decide at some point that you want to revisit it, then let's start talking again. So we stopped talking for a while and I was really having a hard time with it. Like, I really missed him a lot. Like it was a big void in my life. You know, I don't think I realized how much it would affect me. Um, And then it was actually a good friend of mine who I guess finally convinced me to reach out to him. Um, He was just telling me, you're needlessly suffering. He was like, this is ridiculous. He's like, at the end of the day, it's his agreement with his wife. It's up to him to make sure it stays within the boundaries of what he agreed to. He said, it's not your responsibility. So he finally convinced me to reach out to him. 
So I did. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. And I was completely vulnerable. I mean, I sent I sent you guys the messages yeah. that I sent to yeah. him. I was completely vulnerable to saying, I'm not doing well with this. Um, I really miss having you in my life. I feel a void in my life. You were like, transparent. I was very transparent. But I don't think it was as deep for him. I- I'm going to be honest. I what feel was the like reaction? I, I, he didn't respond. Well, he responded once. Saying that you crossed my mind and then he didn't respond at all. After. Well, I'll, I'll read actually because I probably still have these screenshots. He sent one message in response. He said, I want to make sure I respect your wishes when it comes to contacting you. But it doesn't mean you don't cross my mind. I hope you're doing well. And then I kind of made a funny and said, well, clearly I'm not good at following my own rules. I said, I don't like not having you in my life. It sucks. I thought the void would start to go away after a few days, but it hasn't. So all that said, are you interested in renegotiating the terms and conditions (laughs) of our relationship? And that I never got a response. Which was really clever. I just don't think it was as deep for him as it was for her. Her saying, I miss you in my life is a very deep thing to say. And I think for him, yeah, he liked you and it was fun and all that. But was it that deep? Probably not. And it might have scared him. Am I wrong? I don't know. I feel like I kind of think like a man when it comes to this stuff. So if you got that message, how would you take it? Because he didn't respond at all to that. No. (laughs) He left alone. I, I don't think that it's a matter of how he took the message. I think it's a matter of what his mentality was before you guys stop seeing each other. Okay. So explain. Well, I think we have talked about this um to nauseum that guys usually are after one thing. Mm-hmm. Once they get it, the the charade is over. Well, right? let me say this. We never had sex. Correct. Okay. That's huge. I did, okay. so I don't think that he was only after one thing. How long were you guys together? I mean, I wouldn't say we were together. Sure. We how long, had how long we had you? basically a platonic relationship. We made out a couple of times. Um, we certainly we did sexting once in a while, but largely it was a platonic, just deep philosophical conversations. It was a lot of deep conversation. I'm at a loss. I, like- I, I always say this. I just think it's hard because I don't know how serious Scarlett can expect a man to be when she's married. I mean, at the end of the day, you are a married woman and you have your career and you have your husband and you have your kids. And I just don't think it's that deep for some of the men that you meet, even though it feels like it. I think it's almost like they're just filling their time just like you are. But I think you you may see it differently because you want a relationship. You want long term. You want an emotional. And I think for them, they're like, you're married. They don't see it the same way. Am I wrong? I don't no, know. no, maybe not at all. Not not at all. Um, that's, that's tough. Do you end up dating guys with the intention of being in a relationship or do you do I, it just to that's pass That's what I want. Yes. No. That is what I want. I want to do life with somebody, okay. but I don't like the feeling of being trapped. That's why I say I'm not monogamous. So with this guy, what was so different? Was it the philosophical conversations? Was it the, the, the definitely was- the conversations played a big role. Okay. Like I felt a very deep connection with him. So do you feel that maybe he felt that same deep connection and that scared him? I, I have no idea, honestly. Okay. So what was his it's excuse? confusing as hell. What was his excuse for not seeing you the first time around? Right? Like not, not response to the text, but when he said, I need to reel myself in, what was the basis of that? Because he felt like he was breaking the commitment to his wife. That he had the agreement between the two of them. But do you see the, like that, the horse shit that that is? Yeah, I was going to say, because why did he reach out to begin with? To exactly I always right. say that. Why do you reach out to begin with then? And then all of a sudden now you're all holier than thou exactly. and you're going to hold on to your contract. Exactly. I always say that. I think it's an easy well, out for him. No, no, no. Because let's face it. aren't Don't we all have those moments when we jump into something, but then we start feeling... Like, this is not me. It actually was your episode. No, it was but, after your episode that you came on. <laughs> yeah, I, I just so you know I caused this. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> no, the episode, it was the day that episode aired about being the other woman. And he said when he listened to that episode, he it resonated with him so deeply. And there apparently was a, a phrase you said on that podcast about this is not me. And he said, I resonated with that so deeply. Like it really made him introspective when he heard that episode. Um, he he told me multiple things that he heard from you in that episode that resonated with him on a Way deep level. Yikes, yikes. Breaking <laughs> your best friend's so, heart. Way but, to go. But, but, but you being in that relationship with a married man. Right. Right? It's but, but easy I guess, to say, well, why even jump into but it I if think you it's know? it's different when your dating profile says you're married. My affair was something that nobody... I, it was I, organic, right? Like correct. You, you just didn't correct. see it coming. And what you get with Scarlett is everything up front. She right. is not... <laughs> hiding it she is telling you exactly so I think it is different I think when you're putting yourself out there and your literally profile will say literally I am married I am in an open marriage and I even say I want a long term from the men now mine was organic we worked together it was years I've known him since I was 19 years old it started at what 27 there's just it's different okay but what I'm saying is is was there not a moment where it was like okay this is not me no matter how you got there, you got there. Obviously, it was a sequence of bad decisions or maybe just not thinking or whatever, but you got there and realized this is not me. Yeah. I guess I mean, that's right. fair. But I mean, I'm sure he's very lonely. But he kind of threw it out there too, saying, You crossed my mind. And then not to respond. I mean, I, I guess I could well, see that, that part. I, 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 could, I guess I could see this that if he reached out. But he responded and it wasn't like, hey, hope all is well with you. I'm doing well. Take care. It was, oh, you crossed my mind. Like he kind of threw it out there and then he doesn't respond at all. Yeah. It's just odd. Yeah, Yeah. And I'm over it. Like I am over it. I am so over being ghosted. You got grandfathered in because we started talking again. But I'm just saying you. (laughs) Grandfathered in. You ghost me me again. I am over it. (laughs) No, for real. I'm like, I'm not doing this shit anymore. I am blocking. You You start ghosting me, I'm yeah, blocking. I'm, I think I'm it's deleting just, your number. I am done. I am done trying to everything, analyze I will everything never, ever ghost you again. I think part of the online dating is it's just so easy to move on and find the yeah. next person. And yeah. I think that's part of the ghosting is, oh, well, I don't know. I ghost I people all the time. Yeah, I don't I mean, owe I really her do. an explanation. I don't owe wait, him okay, an wait, explanation. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's like clarify. All right, we as women are inundated online. So I used to make a point to tell every single guy, listen, I'm not really feeling it and Uh -uh. try to explain. But then I realized this is going to become a full-time job because we are literally inundated on these apps, right? So I realized I can't do that. So when I say ghosting, I'm talking about... We have a relationship, like we have met, we talk on but a regular basis. But the uh, re- definition that's of relationship, that's so someone. relative. What is yeah. a relationship okay, to you I than mean, to him? It's not just that we've talked on a dating app a couple of times. Like that I get. I don't care. <laughs> okay. What, what about after a first date? Yeah. I still don't think you have any ties to that person. And sometimes you I don't agree. owe an expl- explanation. Do, I really don't. Have I think I'm kind of like that. Feelings? Then it's just like who cares? Yeah, and it, and then it's I part think, of dating. It is what it I, is. I, I think. I think part of it is her instinct to analyze everything. Like it doesn't matter. Why <laughs> did the, the Why thing. did the, the the grocery bagger do it like that? Like just analyzing yeah. everything. Yeah. I think that's just her. I don't care if you're not going to. T- <laughs> I don't care. I'm yeah, not going to sit here and no. analyze it or figure out what's wrong with me or why you're doing but, it. Or, but there, there's also a difference there with you. You are so comfortable with your independence, whereas she wants to be in a relationship, right? So with you, if if like you can you can sit there and you can make out with all the bartenders and this and that. It's <laughs> just one in my heart right now. Okay. But but at the end of the day, for any party that you end up meeting, they don't call you back. There's no skin off your back. For somebody with Scarlet who like really values those philosophical uh, conversations and those deep-seated emotional conversations and more than I, I guess the 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 sex or the intimacy because now you have that connection yeah that I I can see it I can see where she feels slighted because it wasn't reciprocated so I I think to each other it's it's a matter of how you define it I I just think it is different in her situation because I feel like most guys don't 
take it seriously sure. because she's sure. married. Yeah. I just wish I could find the guy that could just have the balls to be direct and say, this is what's going on. I am a big girl. I can take it and I will respect, even if it's shitty news, way more than avoiding it. But you're you're in an anomaly, I guess. It's easier right? to like, avoid it than the you you would rather end up it. yeah exactly and uh, it's it's well and pre- also maybe I think too is some of the responses she's gotten are people trying to tell her like closure maybe by him telling her then I felt that podcast that's not who I am and then she's reaching out it's like well I already told you once I don't have to tell you again and maybe apparently I need it to not be subtle okay because just <laughs> just in the same sense that Bo goes well you knew I liked a girl from the wedding I thought that was it. So right? I need it very directly, plainly stated, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's a matter of personal preference because some people, they really, I understand ghosting is the easiest thing to do from women and from a man's perspective, right? Yeah. It's a hard conversation because we're pre-programmed not to want to hurt somebody. You do you want to let them off easy. Like it's it's not comfortable for somebody to say, you know what, I'm not as into you as maybe you are to me, or I like somebody else. Those are tough conversations. Mm-hmm. I understand the transparency and the honesty part of it, that we need that just so we can end up having the closure. But I think also Scarlett said she had talked to a gentleman about it, and he said it also backfires on you. Like yes. if you are telling that person that it can kind of backfire on you. And I think there was an No, that example. was a great conversation, actually. He's one of my best friends. And I, w- w- that was when I was going through the fireman ghosting, asking him his perspective on why, why does this keep happening to me? And he said, honestly, I do this. And I'm like, okay, please explain. He said, I used to be the guy that would have the conversations of, here's why this is not working for me. And he said, I had someone literally go psycho on me, yeah, like scary psycho. And he said, after that, I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not doing it anymore. So that was his perspective was that it was just better for him to just fade into ambiguity than to be on. And actually, now that you said that, I just remembered I had a boyfriend who I tried to break up with and he said, you love me, you just don't know it yet. Yeah. I thought it was really fucking crazy so yeah i guess i could see that you don't get the reaction of oh thank you for telling me yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) you're how honest you are like no some people are crazy and they don't accept rejection well well. i scarlet am just going on the record to say i am not a psycho bitch if you be direct with me i am a big girl and i will say thank you for telling me yeah i think that's i appreciate it more now than ever please be direct yeah, because you've been ghosted quite a few oh times my gosh, lately. Yes. Yeah, and we don't want her jaded like the rest of us. <laughs> I know. I'm not jaded. You're no, the one that does no, the ghosting. Yeah, you ghost. <laughs> you've, you've turned sometimes. I have I, to. I think it's just people have gotten lazy as well, and it's just easy. I mean, it is easy. You don't see these people. You're not interacting. I mean, if you were in an, uh, a work relationship, or that's different. You have to see somebody, or school, or whatever. Yeah. But when you. What are you, you going to see? Especially, especially in our city. When are you ever going to see somebody? And especially online. Of course. Right? The, yeah. It's oh, such yeah. a generic of course. way of meeting somebody. Of that, course. That it's not the, and the other thing is, it's also because you're probably talking to 20 other people at the same time. I only it's, talk to one guy at a time. That's you it. do? Really? No way. <laughs> I'm just playing. No. <laughs> Did we want to talk about some deal breakers that you True. have, Bo? Uh, deal breakers. Yeah. What do men want? What are the deal breakers in a relationship? Dating, sex, dating, dating, whatever. Uh, deal breakers, deal breakers. Um, okay. So for me, it's number one, uh, like it's, it's manners and I'm going to generalize it, but going on a date and showing up on time. Right. Uh, It's, it's just, it's, it's such a big thing for me that be respectful of my time you and Scarlett would be such a great <laughs> Scarlett is huge on that. Yeah. yeah Scarlett is early. Commitments it's, are it's huge. It's a matter of time, early. right? Yeah. Chewing with your mouth open, talking about yourself and talking about how, you know, your dad tried to finger bang you when you were five. Like those oh, things. No. Are just, like those daddy issues are just, it's such a. That's a very somebody, serious issue. Though. Yeah. 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 I, and, and I get it. Just don't tell me on a first date. <laughs> wow. Right? Don't tell me within five minutes of meeting you. But you know, Talking about I was yourself? just watching a video about Pete Davidson, who's dating Kim Kardashian, and he just did a really good public announcement about depression. Like yeah. he talks about openly how he's suicidal sure. and sure. depressed all sure. the time sure. and he has to make effort to get out of it. But he did say one thing I like to do when I am seeing somebody is put it all on the table. 
so they know what to expect. And then he goes, it can scare people off, but I'd rather scare them off then so they, they know, and I sure. don't surprise them later with it. But his father was killed in 9-11. Yes. Yep. Um, that's huge for him. Yep. He talks about how he is suicidal all the time. Yep. Uh, the fame he was offered yep. in high school, people didn't like him, and he deals with it. He, sure. he has no mirrors in his home. Because he doesn't like to look at himself. Got it. And he is dating Kim Kardashian. But yeah. that right? is, but see, that's something I understand what Bo's talking about, though. Because it's like I don't want to hear all that on the first date. Like, but, but I don't even but know if I'm you feeling you. But would you appreciate the honesty though? Because then you're kind of like, oh, this person has a lot of. Uh, I wouldn't want to hear all that on the first date. Like, you're. So you want to be fooled. I don't it's, not fooled. Fooled. it's not about fooled. It's not about fooled. I just want to have fun. I yes, you need to Got like. It. Do I even stand? Can I stand this person's voice? Do we have the same hobbies? Do we like each other? Like, you don't need to be telling but me all that on the first date. what happens on the date. second date when he is waking up in one of his moods and doesn't want to talk to you? And then you're like, oh, my gosh, what happened? We had such a great date. Well, he would have told you the first date that he deals with depression or he. Well, you figured but it I out on the second date. I then. deal with depression, too. And there's things that you can do to get better. Oh, that's better. what he says about. He says you he actively has to do it. But I'm just saying, I mean, we're talking about honesty and being up front which is Scarlett. Yeah. Scarlett will tell yep. you it all up yep. front. Yep. And then you make the decision or do you just want to have fun? Because then that's... In the beginning, you want to have fun. You want you you to... You need to get to know that person. Yeah. I don't want to know because all your I shit think, in the first date or second date. And, uh-uh. I, and, and to, piggyback on, to piggyback on what Coco's saying, I think once you end up developing a certain likeness for the person, some of those things then become tolerable, right? In yeah, the sense, okay, exactly. I'll, I'll give you an example. There was a girl that I wound up uh, talking to for about two, three months. After the third date, she said that she needs to end up once every three weeks getting blood transfusions. She said that she was almost engaged. And then all of a sudden, after two and a half years, her ex said, you know what? It's, uh, too much medical drama. I can't deal with this anymore. I don't want. So she wound up telling me on the third date because of the first two dates that didn't scare me at all. It's like, what can I do to be there for you? Do I need to take you? Tell me what it is. You want to become knowledgeable about it, right? Because you are now in that position of saying, is this something that I want to invest time in? As opposed to at the very beginning, if she was just like, you know what? I have this medical issue and um, I need to have blood transfusions and I'm tremendously weak for two days after whatnot. Then it's just like, man, do I, do I want to put myself yeah. in this position? But now that you got a chance to know that person, even if it's for two or three dates, it now becomes tolerable in the sense where, all right, do I want to end up going forward with this because she brings this many things to the table? Does that make sense? I do. But I guess part of like you saying about her father, you know, sexual abuse, that's a huge thing. I mean, maybe she doesn't want to kiss you. Maybe she doesn't like to be touched. Those sure. are things that you would want to know on a first date before sure. you go in for a kiss, before sure. you do things. So I guess I, I guess it just is. I don't know. I guess I see it both ways. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. kind of do like Pete Davidson saying, like, I just throw it all out there. If they want to be scared, that's good. I'd mm-hmm. have them not waste their time. I don't want to waste anybody's time. Yeah. I just want to let them know what they're going to get into with me. Absolutely. And then if they choose, that's okay. Now they know what they're choosing. Yeah. Which is kind of Scarlett's, I think, attempt to well, this, right? I just try to put it all in the dating profile. So oh, just yeah. swipe left. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like it, swipe left. That's true. Super and then, simple. If they ask you, you know they didn't read your dating profile. <laughs> I don't always. I don't always. Yes, read all the if dating they didn't, you I don't keep read it real. Them? I don't. No, I don't. Yeah. So so I, I don't. So I don't read them all. If you're mm-hmm. asking her questions, you know you didn't read her profile. Yes. Right. <laughs> I'm just like I, I look at the picture and I was like, hmm, see, it's fine. I want to get to know better. <laughs> then I might read the rest of the I, profile. I definitely read the profiles. In fact, if a guy doesn't have a profile, I will swipe left automatically. No picture. If they don't have a picture, I will not. No, for what me, do you mean profile? Oh, ri- like, uh, like, like a writing something. profile. And because I have come to realize that's so important to me to have that ongoing text conversation throughout the week. That's obviously important to me. And I feel a void when I don't have that or I feel disconnected. It came up recently um, because we would go, you know, a week or more without seeing each other. And there was no context because he wasn't he wasn't a texter. So we go these what seemed to me long periods of time with no connection. And I'm not into just let's get it on. Like for me, so much of it is mental. Yeah. So if I'm not mentally, emotionally stimulated in any way, like the sex is meaningless to me. I am not interested. So and that's what it felt like because okay, if we've gone a week and we haven't really talked, yeah, I'm not into you. Yeah. So it 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 became too much of a barrier 
really is what it came down to. So I've come to realize that is important to me. Yeah. So if you don't have a written profile, you're probably not the kind of person that's going to stay in constant contact with me. I don't know. You get that picture, that right picture. I don't know. That's oh not enough for me. Oh, I don't, mm. What's what's a deal breaker for you guys while hey, we dating? Didn't, we didn't get. Hey, wait a minute. Okay. We still, two. Yeah. Um, at least at least one more. Tell us one more. Bad breath. Yeah. I cannot. I cannot Agreed. do it. It's it's. Like I have to have gum. You see, I have to have gum in my mouth all the yeah. time. If if, um, I think uh, if mannerisms that it, that's it's general, but yeah. I think um, don't be overly into yourself. And my, it's not a deal breaker, but it's a deal red flag that if somebody is way too clingy. There's one thing where, man, I had an amazing time on the date. I'd love to see you again thinking about you right but the constant every 30 minutes oh my goodness it i know it's 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 a huge huge red flag it's nice to know that somebody's thinking about you not every 240 seconds you know <laughs> that's just that's a little overbearing and as far as in the bedroom so you uh, just want like a text once in a while you don't want an all-day conversation at the at the beginning mm. at the beginning i i love to have conversations and and the other thing maybe this will Go back one other thing that if you can't bring conversations to the table, because I think from just the two hours that I've gotten a chance to to be able to speak on this podcast, I can have a conversation about religion, about culture, about business, about finance, about sex, about whatever. Mm-hmm. So if you can't reciprocate, I know I'm not the problem, right? I can, yeah. I can have a conversation literally with myself and entertain myself. <laughs> So if we are in dead awkward silence, I know I'm not the problem, right? So at least have yeah. some type of of course. Well, I feel like that's part of the whole substance. Like you, like you can see great book titles, but then I've dated a book that looked really good on the outside and had a great cover, and I like the summary. And then they open the book, I open it, and there's no words. It's like just yeah. like they're idiots. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I get that. But also I don't like the everyday thing. I just like to have my own life. Like sure. I, I want sure. to check in with you, but I don't want to be constantly stimulated by you all day. I have other shit to do. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just not like, well, she's you're not a text. I'm not a texter. Okay, I'd rather call you and talk to you than to text. Exactly. I love a conversation, yeah. which yeah. I want to talk to you. I want to hear the emotion in your voice. I want to feel you like that. I don't do texting well. Mm. And I think that's what turns me off about online dating is there is so much texting involved. And I'm just like, can we just meet up for ice cream or something just so we can see what this is like? Sure. I don't want to waste my time all week doing this. So, I, I mean, it, it is, I don't know. It's different. I mean, coming from the these, I, I don't know if these are necessarily like deal, deal breakers, breakers, but right. they're deal red, red flags, flags, right? right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't want to date anybody with children. Okay. I've like come to the conclusion. I think I'm over that now i'm moved on would you date somebody with children still i prefer it really yeah Mm. i prefer Ah, it interesting i prefer it because i get my kiddos every thursday through sunday so this is oh and they're still young no this is one of the reasons that i'm still single right because most people end up having the weekends off right i feel like i messed up so badly when i was married and not by being a bad father or being i didn't know how to differentiate between work life and family life Mm. So at I got married at 26. I was well established at 26. I had uh, a couple of furniture stores. I owned a hookah lounge. I had a subway. I had a storage facility. So I was well off, uh, like not only financially, but mentally, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Ready to do it. I just didn't know how to differentiate family time because I was leaving to go to work sometimes at 4, 35 o'clock in the morning. And I was coming back home at sometimes 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And- when I got divorced, I said, I cannot be one of those fathers that sees my kids every other weekend. So we agreed on a 50-50 split Thursday through Sunday. So what happens is I prefer somebody that has kids because they can appreciate my time with my kids. They will understand that they always will end up coming first and the relationship can end up eventually catching up to that level of substance. Mm-hmm. right? And also I think when somebody ends up having kids, that usually, not in some people's case, that usually means that they were married. And they the second time around, maybe Scarlett, you can you can verify that 
the second time around, you do put more effort and more emphasis on what you can do better to salvage a relationship because you do not want to go through that headache and heartache of getting divorced again. Well, I you know? think also in conjunction with that, you know more about yourself and what you Absolutely want right. Absolutely. and what you don't yeah. want. Absolutely right. So, no, I prefer it. There's a level of respect that you can give and, and vice versa as well. Um, one of the big things that I look for is if somebody is a mother, how, how good of a mother she is. Mm-hmm. There, there was a girl that I dated very briefly. She had called me one day and she was like, hey, I am going to the Maldives. And she was like, if you can take some time off, then I'd love for you to come. And so I started looking up tickets and I'm like, wait a second. So her kids did not live with her because her ex- husband was a doctor so where he lived school systems and all that was amazing well she was supposed to end up getting the kids you know for half the summer and she's getting up and going to the maldives and i'm like what so as uh, for me personally if you cannot end up prioritizing the time that you had with your kids but you'd rather go on vacation that's that's a red flag as well so small little things here and there um it's not like none are huge deal breakers but there's different preferences And it's just with age, you know what you want. I mean, I think in our 40s, I'm still figuring it out, but I'm like, okay, I know what I want now. Like, I'm done raising children. I have my own. I love them to death. I make them a priority, but I just don't, I don't know about bringing somebody else's kids into it at this point. Yeah. Um, But I know with Coco, right, you'd be open to dating with somebody with children. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Really? I really honestly do not know. No, I don't have any children. Okay. Um, I know that I'm looking to adopt. I'm thinking about adopting if I don't have children by the time I'm 45, but I'm just not sure. I don't want to deal with, it sounds bad, but the baby mama drama, you know, yeah. like uh, yeah. I've heard. And then I've heard so many bad stories about just like that child support and stuff like that. Right. So I, I've i heard some crazy stories. So I just don't know. I really enjoy being an auntie. And I really enjoy helping out my parents, you know, and helping out my family. But I don't know if I want to date someone with children. I feel it's it's hard to find uh, a man my age without without children. I mean, they're out there, but hard to find. Well, and too, like I've dated, but I've never introduced a man to my children. I'm so protective of that. I have never brought a man home. They just don't see that part of me. I like that, which sometimes it's a bad thing because I know my daughter has said to me, I wish I had a dad at home or I wish I had a dad to pick me up from school or I wish I came home and there was a dad here. So she has said things to me. And so sometimes like, well, that kind of backfires too, because I'm not showing her what I saw growing up, which was my mom and dad in a marriage and my dad taking care of my mom and them being together for years. She missed out on seeing that. And so what kind of basis does she have for what a relationship is supposed to look like when I am this independent woman that does it all. And I, you know, I, I come home. She, I mean, Scarlett knows my life and I don't show that part of me to the girls. And so sometimes I can see where it backfires as well. And I I was reading uh, an article about a woman who said she never dated until her kids were out of high school. Because she didn't want to do the same. She goes, it backfires regardless. Because Mm. then they're all out of high school. I started dating and they were mad at me. She goes, it doesn't matter. I should have dated young Mm. when they were young and gotten them used to it because they were mad anyway. They felt they had me all to themselves. Even when they were on their own, they did not like the fact that I was spending time with somebody else. So she says it kind of backfires either way, you know, but I was really protective of because I had girls, all girls. I didn't want to bring just anybody yeah, home. So 100%. my girls never heard of that. Now, I kind of had an incident recently, just like Scarlett, where my daughter goes, who is this guy in this picture with you? <laughs> and I said, snatch the phone as I'm driving. Said, well, tell the story of the picture first. So the picture is of me and my bartender that I make out with. Oh, okay. And I didn't take it. I'm not a selfie girl, so I don't have selfies. I don't like selfies. I don't take them. I don't sit there and figure out what pose I look. I just don't do it. But I was putting lip gloss on the time we were at the bar, and he happened to be there. And he came up behind me and took – I was putting lipstick on with my camera. He took the picture. So I had this little frozen moment in time of me and him smiling, (laughs) and my lips look glossy, and it looks great. (laughs) Uh, it is one of my favorite pictures because it's just this great, perfect moment in time where I was having fun. I felt good. He makes me feel good about myself. It was amazing. She sees it and she goes, who is this guy? And I snatched a phone and I said, 
he's my little bestie. <laughs> and I, she just smiles. And I go, gosh, I have a life outside of home. So I'm starting yeah. to tell her yeah. that I go out. Yeah. Um, I just don't want her to think I've been like, you know, this little hermit crap this whole time. Like, really, your mommy is a whore. She's making out with bartenders on the weekends. I but wouldn't call making out a whore. No, far from it. <laughs> Far from True. it. I think, but but I, I mean, I'm trying to let her know that, you know, mommy sees people like I date. It's not serious. Nobody I felt was good enough for me to bring home to you. Oh, you actually said that to her? Yeah. I mean, Ooh, and I, I told her that. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I, so I'm super protective, not only because they're girls, but because the girls that I raised, I raised four nieces like my own and then my own daughter. So I had five total at one point. But part of it is because they went through abuse, sexual and physical. Mm. And so I am extremely protective yeah. because I've seen what yeah, it does sure. to them. Yeah. And, and, I, and I know as well as you think you know a person, but you don't know people behind closed doors, yeah. even the person that you're sleeping with. And it was just too much of a risk to put the girls through that again. So that is why I never did it. So I, and, and so I don't know, I don't know if I did it right or wrong, but I'm sure there's great guys out there. I hear stories all the time, but that's what I chose. I just feel bad that she doesn't have this basis of what a relationship should be like because she's not getting it from me and she doesn't get it from her father. So it's like, what does she see? What is a relationship supposed to look like to her? And she doesn't see that. She saw it from my mom and dad as grandparents, but not like, you know, with me. And so it is hard sometimes. But I don't yeah. think you have anything to feel guilty about. Yeah. You should be very yeah, proud but of yourself. as mothers, we always feel yeah. guilty, no, don't I we? Get, I get that. I Mom guilt is real. There's yeah, no, no question about it. But it's you like, should be very proud of yourself that you prioritized your kid. And I see that on a daily basis that you prioritize your children. Oh, well, thank you. I, you hard. are probably the best mom I know. Oh, thank so. you. Aww. Thank you. I mean, it means a lot, but you know, as much as I hear it, right, we always feel we could do better, I, which is I the same it. with Scarlett, right? I get we it. never feel we do enough. Right? I get it completely. Like I said, mom guilt is a real yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's hard. It's uh, Listen, like you said, mom guilt is always there. doesn't even matter. No, I know. And there's yeah. nothing I'm going to say that's right. ever going to take it right. away. Because <laughs> I always feel like I could do better, right? Like I haven't done enough already. We all feel that way. way. I right. get it. I right. completely understand. But whatever you can take from it just know you've done well mom thank you and for all the moms that might be listening the mom guilt is real and i get it but just tell yourself i'm i'm doing a good job just find yourself a little young bartender to make out with once in a while yeah can we get the sexual energy back in this room yeah as opposed to just can we uh oh i think can we play a round of that's the, right. We have game. Mary Fuck Kill. To get back to, to being raunchy. All right. So, Mary Fuck Kill, you're marrying one, but you're also fucking them because you're married to them. You have your fuck buddy on the side, and then you're killing one. Are we ready for this? Yes. All right. First set Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, Michael Irvin. Who wants to go first? Go, Bo. These are men for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tiger Woods. Michael Jordan and Michael Irvin. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we've got golf, basketball, yeah. football. football. Okay. I would marry Michael Jordan. Really? He is the GOAT. He is. he, And the guy is certified, I think, billionaire. Not millionaire. Like <laughs> so billionaire. For money. So yeah. Yeah. Well, you want to be comfortable. <laughs> yeah. And you want to enjoy life. Absolutely. I think all of these guys are comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, you're right. Tiger Woods is too. Yeah. I don't know yeah. about um Michael Irvin. I don't know about his I'm money. Sure no, they all yeah, they all have money. Yeah, yeah, but you know Tiger Woods has um a sex addiction. Addiction. Problem. Yeah. yeah. So I so would, he'd be the one to fuck, I would think. No. No? no, no. I, well, because Michael Irvin for most of the late 80s, early 90s was coked up. So I feel like his sex life would be fucking amazing. Just like, yeah, okay. yeah, so, absolutely. So coke addicts have better sex Because life. the thing is, you don't want to end up fucking somebody that has a sex addiction because you don't want the, the herpes and, and uh, the, the okay. genital we get warts, you know? In our imagination. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want the STD that so, comes with it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Mary Jordan, I would fuck Michael Irvin and I would kill, kill Tiger Tiger Woods. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Coco? I, um, so I think, <laughs> I think that Michael Irvin actually, um, I want to say it's Michael Irving that has a school that he created. I could be wrong. It's Deion Sanders. Oh, it's Deion Sanders. My yeah. bad. Okay. Well then. Yeah. Prime prep. 
Okay, yeah, I in was Dallas. thinking. Okay, yep. yeah, because he was about to get it for that. Yep. I was like, he about to be my husband just yep. for that. <laughs> thank you for the clarification, yep. Bo. So, um, hmm. Well, then I'm marrying Michael Jordan. I mean, I'm from Chicago. Yeah? And Wait, you're from Chicago? Yeah, I am. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm, I'm from, from Illinois. And I remember they yeah, won Michael Jordan was, their first yes. championship. Yep. I remember yes. being in Chicago, and I remember seeing the game when they were um, yeah. against the Lakers, and everybody, the vibe was like sweeping up the Lakers. So, Michael Jordan's forever going to have my heart. I agree with you. So, I'm marrying him. Me too. Uh, Tiger Woods, I want to fuck him because... Ew, Ty- let me tell you, Tiger Woods got experience. You know I like a freak. <laughs> you know I like a freak. You know he going to be doing all types of stuff. I'm talking about like all day long. I can't get past the golf thing. Okay, I guess. You could probably, you can use that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a putter. okay and then i had to kill michael irving sorry sorry michael irving i think i'm with you as well actually and i didn't know you were from chicago yeah i'm from we all have a love for michael jordan that will never Mm -hmm. go away i mean i still wear bulls stuff now he's amazing he changed the game forever okay sorry go on i think i agree with both of you actually i'd marry michael jordan fuck tiger woods and kill michael irving okay so why would you kill michael irving well, no, we don't know enough about him. Really oh, okay. <laughs> so he's not he important. What he did recently, you know, like what is? Well, I mean, he, he looks good. He's sexy, man. I just think he's I'm probably sexy. attracted to him the least of the three. Michael Irvin. Yeah, I'm attracted to Michael Jordan the most, but he'd be the one I'd be like one to have the relationship with mm. versus Tiger would just be the fuck buddy. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to change my mind too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just have one big orgy with Tiger Woods. Let's do it. It's fine. a bird orgy. Yeah. orgy. Are you trying to have sex with Tiger or with us? <laughs> I'm a little confused now. Next question. Yeah, I, know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Tiger, yeah. sit over there and practice your putt. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I got this. <laughs> All right. Next three Oprah, Ellen, and Kelly Clarkson. So Oprah Winfrey, oh God, Ellen DeGeneres, and Kelly Clarkson. I'd kill Kelly. Oh, I don't know. I think what she's funny, about- but I think she gets annoying after a while. I think she's just very energetic, and I can't do that all the time. But then I can't do Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't do Oprah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe Mary Oprah. Oprah's got a shitload of money. Yeah. Take it back. So Oprah's my girl. Yep. Oprah. You know and I know. But don't they all have a lot of money? Not as much as Oprah. Oprah but. owns yeah. like magazines Oprah, yeah. and a brand. Ellen yep. is on the outs right now. She was mean. <laughs> she's on the outs. Yeah. She's, on the, she's well. on the outs. Nobody likes her. That's uh, why she left. You know, Ellen has yeah. this big... Okay, well, so. I knew like for toxic work environment, yeah. that whole controversy. Is that what you mean? Yep. So wait, Ellen is gay. She probably knows the woman's body very well. Probably. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. por- she's married and, to Portia. She, and Portia's beautiful. Any port in the storm... Turn the lights off and fucking Ellen. <laughs> Wait, you're fucking Ellen? Yeah. Really? Because she'll know what she's doing and the lights are off, right? Okay. I have an imagination. Uh, <laughs> I have an imagination. I'm marrying Oprah. Yeah, Kelly Kelly would be annoying to me after a while. I, I can't do it. Mm. This is but hard. Oprah joined Weight Watchers. What is that? So uh, in the dark, what she can bring you cake. You know, that's low fat. That's why you marry. I don't her. want low fat cake. Uh, but <laughs> but it's Weight Watchers. It's like sugar free cake. What are we talking about here? I want low fat. I want cake. I want real stuff. With I real butter. Cake. Who would you kill? Mm. Ellen. First of all, Oprah and I can rule the world together. I'm hey, marrying Oprah. It's sorry. my turn. Okay, sorry. It's my turn. Oprah, if you're listening, I can rule the world with you. <laughs> I am marrying Oprah. Oprah is fantastic. I have nothing bad to say about Oprah. You really think she's listening, don't you? I, Oprah's just great for so many reasons. I mean, she broke down barriers. She changed. I mean, no, she, <laughs> so did she's Ellen. great. Mm. Oh, okay. So <laughs> she's a mean girl. Uh, yeah. As far she's as she's like, a mean girl, Oprah. Did you ever hear about Oprah being mean? No. Oprah gave money away, cars away, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. so did Ellen, right? So yeah. yeah. Let me. Let, Sorry. Okay. So I am actually going to kill Ellen. Oh. And I am going to fuck Kelly. Oh. I like Kelly. She's cool. Yeah. She can sing. But you think yeah. she can in the bed? Mm. Gonna sing you to an orgasm? Yeah. No, she can sing to me. <laughs> she can sing. I'm still, I still can, can have sex with Oprah, remember? Because I'm, I'm married to Oprah. Oh, okay. Got it. But um, Ellen, uh, 
You know, I I told this I told y'all this before. I mean, like if I'm gonna be with a girl, I want to be with a pretty girl. No, no, but in and the, in, I in, think in Kelly the, is pretty. I don't think Ellen's. No, pretty. I don't think she is either. But in the dark, maybe she knows what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, but if but Kelly, if like she could look at your clit, be like, since you've been gone, you know, she can see to me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I like Kelly. What do we got, Scarlett? Um, I think I'm gonna go with the same responses you had, Lolita. I'm gonna marry Oprah. I love the entrepreneurial I love entrepreneurs, right? Oh yeah. We we could build empires together. Um, and I agree with you. Ellen probably knows what she's doing. So yeah. um, you know, I don't have to spend too much time with her. She's a fuck buddy, so <laughs> Yeah, it's like my boss says, any port in the storm doesn't I don't, matter. Kelly just doesn't give off to me. Doesn't give off much sexual energy, so I don't. I just don't see. I'm not feeling it with her. So yeah, those are mine. How I about like, you? Both? I like big tatas. So yeah. Kelly, Kelly, and Oprah have those. No, I have big yes. tatas, and I don't Ellen think Kelly have... has big tatas. Yeah, she does. She does. Yeah, yeah she does. A, yeah. She does, but Kelly, Kelly, yeah, because she gained a little bit of weight. Yeah, so I think I think she's, but she's, I mean, she's hot. She's bigger than she has bigger breasts than Ellen. I think I'd like to fuck Oprah. Oh, you think Oprah your fuck buddy? Yeah, like I, I, I've always wanted to like come in the money. You know, like so. I think Oprah for sure. I would fuck. Like fuck I on would, top of a pile of money. Yes. Like indecent proposal. Yes. Indecent yes. Proposal. Like a scene from indecent proposal. You, I have you probably a, I have getting a, it from the back. I have a story about that. But did uh, you really have sex on a wad of cash? No. Oh no no no. But I have a story about indecent proposal. What is it? Uh, so I think I was, I was eleven or twelve at the time. Me, my brother, my mom, my cousins, we all went to go watch this movie called Sidekick with Chuck Norris. PG movie, right? In the next screen over was Indecent Proposal. And I was trying to find my sexuality <laughs> at the time. And all I saw was Demi Moore. On the bed. Oh, oh my God. You got it at the right scene. So No, no, no. So I kept walking <laughs> in to that theater pretending like I was using the restroom. Because my mom's... <laughs> at sidekick in the movie theater with yeah, my brother and, yeah. all. and I was like, I have to go use the restroom and I'd walk in there uh, to, to indecent proposal for five minutes. And then I'd come back out because I couldn't see anything. Cause they're just fucking negotiating. Whatever. <laughs> you're waiting for the scene. Yeah. yeah you're just so waiting like, for the scene. Nothing. And then like, I'm thinking sidekick has like 20 minutes left until the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. So I go out one last time and I'm sitting there and my mom walks in because sidekick finished and she, walks in with the sex scene between Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore, like fucking on the kitchen counter. And I'm sitting there with like a raging you heart mas- on were it. Were you like masturbating? Fucking, no, oh. but <laughs> I that's the also story because, was gonna go. <laughs> no, because, but there's other people there. Right. And I'm just having the time of my life. And my mom <laughs> comes up and she was just like, wait till your dad hears about this. And Uh-oh. literally grabs me. I could not walk back outside because I was so embarrassed because my brother and my cousins were there. <laughs> I had to walk through the emergency theater. If you remember emergency back in the day, exit. yeah, you could like go at through the, the very front, yeah, it would take yeah, you to the parking yeah, lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Then I, and then I made a U-turn and came all the way. I was like, where have you guys been? You know, <laughs> but my mom. Was absolutely. that the first sex scene you had seen at 11? No, 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 no. you knew back in the day. Yeah. If you remember, we're, we're almost the same age, right? Back in the day, the USA network, on Friday and Saturday nights used to have like this raunch, like from 10 o'clock at night to like three o'clock in the morning, like bikini Island and this and that, that like was porkies and all that. Wasn't yes, it? Yeah. exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, that was uh, yeah, my that's first what experience. I remember. Yeah. No. And then HBO had a series called real sex. And I remember watching oh, yeah. that. I remember watching oh, yeah. that. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I remember and then watching they'd have interviews sex. in the middle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. But that's how I remember it too. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, okay. So you're fucking Oprah on the Sorry. money. And fucking then- Oprah. Um, I would uh, marry Kelly Clarkson. Oh, and I would kill Ellen just because of lack of boobs. No, she's just she's just like a really. I've heard. I'm not. I'm not judging. But like, she, I, the the way that like when she goes to a restaurant, she barely tips. She's snarky. She, she yeah. wound up getting a girl fired, a waitress because she didn't have her nails done. What? No lie. The waitress brought out uh, their food and she's there with Portia or whatever. And she was just like, you shouldn't be working in a place like this without getting your nails done or whatever. She went and told the manager, the manager fired her. Wow. Yeah. 
So she's like oh, this holier than thou shit. Like she. Do we know this to be true though? The girl said it. But Amber Heard also said she was abused and we all watched that happen. I mean, I take so many of these stories about celebrities with a grain of salt. Sure. Do we really yeah. know sure. the story? Yeah, we know the story. She got fired. Well, the thing is people on her crew actually were saying stuff about Ellen as well, which doesn't look good. Yeah. Well, we should just put a little asterisk there that that okay. may not be the full story. Okay. I'd still kill her. <laughs> Regardless, yeah. sure or not, you kill her and take his take your wife. Yeah, <laughs> Portia's hot. Yeah, she's a hottie. She's pretty. Yeah. And with that, go find yourself a big pile of money to fuck on. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast channel. And if you love this, don't forget to leave a rating and review. To connect with us and ask questions, visit us at goodbadhorrible.com.